as an entrepreneur, you want to make a huge difference out there. Well, as you're creating all that value, you want to build the business on purpose, not just for more business, but to support the quality of life that you want. Well, today I've got a remarkable entrepreneur, Jim Palmer, who will be joining us. And he is going to show you how to take your business and really form it into that dream business that allows you to live the life of your dream. I don't know about you, but that to me is one of the most important things. He is a business coach, a marketing coach, a great author. I just finished reading his uh, latest book, Speaker, Entrepreneur. And he's got some tremendous insights to help you really accelerate your success and to build the business of your dream. I'm John Bowen, co-founder of AES Nation, and we are here to help you accelerate your success. Stay tuned, you don't wanna miss this. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. Jim, I am so excited to have you join us. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, you've done so many things in your life. I'm looking at the list, you know, on the, the no hassle newsletters and no hassle social media, success, advanced publishing, concierge, print and mail, uh, you know, mastermind groups, coaching groups, and then you're hanging out on a boat here and you're making time to uh, come join us. So first of all, thank you. Well, it's my pleasure, John. Thanks a lot. And then congratulations on your show, man. You're really killing it and providing a lot of value. I think that's awesome. Podcasting is pretty cool. It's such a great way to share information with folks. Well, it really is. And I, I got to tell you, one of the reasons why, Jim, I wanted to have you on, I was so impressed with your daughter, Jessica, uh, Rhodes, who has uh, the interview connections, and she's worked helping me, uh, you know, really get on shows as well as I think we're over 200 shows now, providing guests and so on. And I'm going, geez, if this guy's done all this stuff and he's got a great daughter, he's got to <laughs> be a remarkable entrepreneur. So, you know, give me a little bit of the backstory though on the, uh, you know, the the your journey to get where you are. And when I say journey, I mean you're on a boat. So yeah, it's a real journey. John, I'll give you the short version, then I'll lead you what brought me up to living on a boat. So my wife and I, we were married at 21, had our first kid at 23. By the time we were 27, we had four kids, <laughs> twin girls, Jessica being one of them. And uh, we made a decision that Stephanie was going to be a stay-at-home mom, which meant I would be the, the chief breadwinner. And I really focused on my career. I became a VP of marketing at a training company by the time I was 40. Six months later, uh, my boss, the owner of that company, walked into my office and said, Jim, you're very talented, so I know you're going to be okay. And I was like, oh, goodness. And he goes, we're eliminating your position with the company. I think we're okay without marketing. And, to, and that day was my last day. And, John, I really had a healthy ego. I'd done very well for myself. And I thought, well, I'll just go find another good-paying job. And fast forward, that turned into 15 months of really devastating unemployment. Crushed my confidence and self-esteem. We quickly blew through the meager savings we had. 
uh, started racking up a lot of debt. 12 months into that, I was diagnosed with stage two cancer, just just for a little extra stress on the scene. Yeah. And and then I had I don't a job. think th I don't think there's anything more you could fit in at that point. Yeah. You know? It was so interesting. It was a Tuesday morning at 8:58 because I looked up when the phone rang, John, and I saw the, the 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 funny numbers in green on the microwave. You know, 15 years ago said 8:58. It's burned in my brain, and that's when the doctor said. Very, very quickly and succinctly, Jim, I'm sorry, it's uh, malignant, you need to get a surgeon right away. And from that moment on, I stopped thinking about getting a job, which had been my preoccupation for you know 365 days. Um, anyway, I did have a job prospect that looked really, really good, but then September 11th happened and the company that was gonna hire me to start a franchise program for their business said, we gotta put our plans on hold. I'm sure you remember what that was like. Nobody was doing anything. Planes weren't even flying for a while, right? So. You know, John, you get to a certain place um, that's very, very low, and then and sometimes the only place to go is up, and that's what I said, well, I'm gonna take control of my life here, and I started my first business in October 2001. I knew with my uh, diverse background I would probably be a consultant, but I knew I needed to generate cash. I'd always done really well creating newsletters for companies. I created my first one when I was 21 on a typewriter with pressing it down on the glass to make the images go down with white out and, and it worked really well. So I then learned some desktop publishing along the way. So I started offering newsletters and that took off and about five years later I had a multiple six figure business but then my wife Stephanie one evening said, I call this the question that rocked my world, when are we going on vacation? It's been over five years since we've had our last vacation, or six at that point. <clears throat> now John, at that point I knew we could afford a vacation but I realized that was my turning point when I realized the business I created was a small business. I was the sole employee and if, if I wasn't doing it, nothing happened. So I couldn't imagine being away for a week. This was like before Ring Central, like nobody's gonna answer the phone. I'm, I'm writing and designing newsletters, overseeing, printing and mailing, doing everything. And that's when I decided, wow, I, I better change this because I'm hitting a ceiling and while I'm making money, you know there's a point where most people you get to make a certain amount of money, then you start looking for something else, more lifestyle, time freedom. Mm -hmm. So I spent about a year, what I call university, when I went to seminars, I got a program from Corey Rudel, one of the early guys in the internet game, and I just learned internet marketing, direct response marketing, got involved in, with Dan Kennedy and, and Joe Polish started learning from him. And um, so I launched my first internet business in 2007 called No Hassle Newsletters. Uh, built out this whole membership site and launched it and quickly grew to two members, right? <laughs> and then, um, but I, I grew it to literally hundreds of members, John, in nine different countries. And uh, then I started launching other companies, No Hassle Social Media, Concierge, Print Mail and Demand, Custom Article Generator, Success Advantage Publishing. And in 2009, I was, I'm attending a lot of events and people ask, how are you doing all this? And that's when I launched my coaching program. I'm really accelerating the pace here. So uh, four years ago, John, I, I started looking at my life and figured in the 12 or 13 years that I've been running my business, I've probably worked more hours than my entire previous career and I don't want to do that anymore. And so I got very clear on what, now that the financial side of things was, was comfortable for us, I, I said, what do I want to do? And I thought, I want to work three days a week and I want to work Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday so I always have a very nice book weekend because we got into boating four years ago. And uh, so that's what I did. And I, I got a team of 13 virtual assistants, put a project manager in charge. All the businesses I just talked about except coaching are, are handled by other people. So Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, 
a lot like you because we talked about this before from 8:30 to about 6 I'm on the phone or doing video going from client to interview to client client you know whatever my schedule fills up and then I Thursday's a fun day for me because I start after lunch I go oh four more and I then by the last one I know yeah I got four days off <laughs> so and now at the kind of what brought us to this boat here was uh, when my wife retired June of last year from a 15-year career in early childhood development um, that was our last geographic anchor so to speak because I can work anywhere and and she said to me one night she goes I think it's time we go on a big adventure and we didn't know what that meant but we after some you know several conversations we said why don't we live on a boat so we sold our house used all my own marketing skills sold it our we sold it our, ourselves after we lived there 30 years I probably say 15 grand and you know commissions and put a lot of stuff in storage gave some stuff away the the goodwill got to know us on a first name basis and we have one boat and we have one car it's a 50 foot boat 14 feet wide almost a thousand horsepower unlike your parents sailboat there and uh, life is really really good right now we, we feel very blessed to be where we are now it's a great story and yeah you know, Jim one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is that you know so often as business owners you know we're running so hard and and we keep on building businesses and we start having success you know and then we kind of forget why we were building the business <laughs> you know that freedom you talked about that quality of life and this is one for, you know, we have the privilege of having a lot of AES members who are really having a lot of success. And you know, where you are in your career, I mean, one of the things we should be constantly doing, at least once a year, taking a look at where we are and where we want to go so that we don't, uh, you know, do this. And, and I mean, you know, and this is one I, I can still, I, I go back, Jim, you know, when I, <laughs> I, I, I reached this point. I had sold a business at 45. I was flying around the country in private jets doing deals. I was part of an executive team, a small equity owner of a public firm. And uh, I hated my life. <laughs> it's just, yeah. First year was great, but the rest of you know, this VP stuff, I was an EVP and I was CEO of a division. But I hated my life, and I'm, you know, I'm, I can remember being so upset. And the, the guy that was the CEO was a little younger than me, and we would be swearing each other on the phone and so on. And my wife one day came up to me. You know, this is why we're married because we need this guidance along yeah. the way. And she taps and says, "Why are you doing this? We don't need the money. You don't enjoy it." And and you know, and this is where so. You know, a lot of you out there are enjoying what you're doing. You've built great lives and so on. But this is a time for, you know, th this podcast. I want you to all reflect on let's be successful on purpose. And that's the quality of life. And Jim, I, I want to go through some of the lessons you've learned along the way. And I'm going to take it first as we're building up, you know, type thing. And, and that what's allowing you to do it. And one of the lessons when we started you know, we're going, give me five key takeaways. And th these are five great ones that you did because they're all ones that I'm living too. And some, some better than others. But number one, delegate or stay small forever. Tell, tell me what you mean by this. <laughs> so most entrepreneurs, because we're such geniuses, nobody can do it as good or as, as fast or as economical as we can. So why would I hire somebody to do something I can do myself? That's a common trap. And that's when the entrepreneur becomes the bottleneck to their growth. And so when I started my business plan, when I started my business, 
I, I like to joke it at one page, no employees, right? But when I started growing the entrepreneurial businesses, John, um, I, I quickly came to a point where I, was, I can't do it all myself anymore, and nor do I want to. And I, I, somebody mentioned in a mastermind group I was in, they said, oh, you ought to get a VA. I didn't know, well, what's a VA? I had no idea what a virtual assistant was so long ago. But now I got 13, and it's, the thing is, if you, you know, there's a, there's a saying, I'm sure you've heard it, that if you want to earn a million dollars, let's say you're going to work 50 hours a week and work 50 weeks a year, you got to bring in $400 an hour. Well, if you're doing task-oriented things that you can have somebody else do for you for 20, 30, 40, $50 an hour, that's what you're worth, and that way you'll never get up there. So when I started hiring virtual assistants, and it always seems like you're putting the cart before the horse, I suddenly found myself with a little, little extra time and now I started, that's when I started writing my first book and it just became easier. So delegate, I, you should be delegating everything except what I call high revenue generating activities. And the more I looked at my business, it's not writing newsletters, it's not updating the membership site, coaching my clients, talking with prospective coaching clients and doing interviews. Those are the high revenue generating activities that I cannot delegate nor do I want to but everything else is delegated and that has allowed me to grow very nicely. Yeah, no, I, I, this is something that is so important. I, I, I had in my last business, I was 400 employees. And uh, some of you out there have you know, more than me, some have less. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I didn't really enjoy it, Jim. It, it's just, you know, it, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of responsibility. Uh, today, I've got multiple businesses as you do. And, um, have you know a team of independent contractors, some virtual assistants, you know all different types of people who are helping me. And and this is one of the great things with technology today that these, the ability to work with a super team and be anywhere, anytime is amazing. So you know really, and and this is so important um, as you build the life. I mean because you know. Jim, you wouldn't have been able to do what you're doing if you didn't have that delegation. And it's not only delegation where they're, you know, how many of those VAs are in your boat right now? None of them. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's, and I'm looking around my uh, global headquarters pool house. Nobody's here, too, other than me. And, you know, this is where I think you know, there's such an opportunity. But let's talk about, you know, okay, so we're simplifying life. We got some great people, you know, making a big difference. And let's talk about how, how do we, you know, one of the things that you talk about both in your book, and we'll come to that a little bit later, but, you know, throughout your life, you're leading this, is this whole concept of earning more money because of you versus, you know, the business and so on. Give, give us a little framing on that. So, the expression I use is you'll earn significantly more money for who you are than what you do. So it's really not about the deliverable. So I like if you're a dentist and you spend all your, your time trying to become a better dentist, I'm going to get teeth whiter, faster, more move patients in and out of the chair. That's that's might help a little bit, but that's not what's going to fill your waiting room with patients. If you're an accountant, I know you work with financial advisors, but in the world of accountants, I, I, I coach a lot of accountants and they're like, well, what's your message going to be when there's like 60 or 100 other accountants in a your you know your neighborhood? Well, we had numbers really, really, really well. I mean, okay. that's no, <laughs> that's not a 
an attractive uh, message. And so it really has to do with creating an attractive brand, which will move you from always pursuing new customers or clients or patients to being the pursued. I started studying this, and um, interestingly enough, when I had cancer, I had melanoma, John, and we didn't just go, to, oh, let's go down because there's a four hospitals. We'll just go check in. And now I, I quickly found out who was the number one guy, number one doctor who knows melanoma inside and out. We found that guy who was booked up for months. Somehow I used my persuasion and I was in there in three days just told I'm coming down. Do you want me in the morning or afternoon? Because I am coming. I was just really persistent. Yeah. It's funny what happens when your life's on the line. You really know how to sell, right? But um, and, and then and my wife Stephanie got a spiral fracture on the ice when we used to live in Pennsylvania. And we didn't just go to an orthopedic surgeon. Who's the best guy that knows how to unspiral your bone and put – and like when you're a business owner or or if you're a customer or whatever and you have a solution you have a problem that you need a solution to you're not going to go just go find the cheapest guy you know when i so when i discovered this and uh, I, I got to give Dan Kennedy a lot of credit because I was reading his book, No BS Wealth Attraction, learning about the power of anointing yourself as the go-to resource. And that's when I was just starting No Hassle Newsletters. And I figured, well, I, I got to be somebody other than the president of my own company, right? And one of my clients, this all happened like within 24 hours, John. One of my clients called me up who I was I had done his newsletter. And he goes, Jim, this thing's – I've got three new – three new uh, customers from the first newsletter and he goes you're a doggone newsletter guru that's what you are <laughs> and so I branded myself the news I said okay I'm a newsletter guru and that's how that happened and I wrote that for seven or eight years before I rebranded myself the dream business coach but and literally I never went to college for desktop publishing Lord knows I'm not a gifted writer I have a good editor that makes me sound smarter than I am but somehow for many, many years, people, if you want a customer newsletter, you go to Jimmy's, the newsletter guru. But I, I anointed myself that. So you have to figure out what's important to you and who is your target customer, what are they looking for. And, and that way, I'll give you one more quick example just so if people are like struggling a little bit. <clears throat> In the world of copywriting, if you want to hire somebody to write a sales letter or a copy for a website, you could find somebody for $3,000 that would do a pretty decent job. You could find somebody in a whole, a, a smaller group, but a lot of people who are seasoned veterans for say $10,000. Is that copy three plus times better? It might be better, but I doubt. And then there's a handful of people, actually two or three that I can think of, Kennedy, Carl, John Carlton, those types, who can charge $100,000 to write a sales letter. And they will all tell you, it is not 10 times better than that guy at 10,000, but doggone it, he's John Carlton and he's going to write my sales letter. That's the power of the brand versus the deliverable. Well, and not only that, those guys will take a royalty too. That's uh, right. Along the way. And I mean, this is so important. We teach this in advisors. As a matter of fact, we just wrote a book uh, that we haven't published yet, uh, Excelling in Turbulence, where it was a big study of estate planning tax and estate attorneys. And we're just uh, first draft of a manuscript on studying accountants. And if there's one commonality of you know, who's at the top of the game. It's exactly what you just talked about. We call it thought leadership, and it's the ability to position yourself as an authority. And it's there's nobody that goes out and puts, you know, if you don't put the flag in the ground, they don't usually. I mean, you did, Jim, you got, what was it? You're, you're the uh, new, newsletter guru uh, yeah. 
and you know somebody appointed but it doesn't do any good just one guy saying it you gotta okay well put it on the website you know go out and then and then deliver on that experience and you know this is and then you you covered it too jim where you're not the best writer i've written 20 books i have a partner that's written 50 books he actually writes i, I don't i author mm -hmm. i have a team of virtual assistants your writers and editors and publishers and all that that work with me and they're my ideas but that positioning for thought leadership is just huge and I got to tell you, uh, well, let, let me give you an example. I was a financial advisor, two partners. We had created a, a very good business in Silicon Valley. We were managing $2 billion of entrepreneurial, high-tech people. And I wrote a book on, called it Creating Equity, on how to build an advisory business. And somebody read the book very early on and called me and bought the business for $25 million. So I wow. really like books i mean you know i like this thought leadership so this is this is something that everyone at every stage can do uh but let's let's go to one of the things you and i are also both passionate about is this multiple streams of revenue yes and tell me tell me why that's so important to you you know, I, I believe uh, there's a difference between a small business owner and entrepreneur, and sometimes they're just thrown together. A small business owner has typically, and by the way, you can be a small business owner with an entrepreneurial mindset, but a small business owner typically thinks the only way to grow their business is to get more customers and sell more of what they sell. If you're a jewelry store, if you own a jewelry store, a little, say you have a 1,200 square foot store in a strip mall, you're going to sell more jewelry. I'll pack in more cases, put more stuff in the cases, open a few more hours, but you're going to get to a point where you're maxed out, whether it's a million dollars a year, two million a year. And the only way you're going to grow your business if you're a small business owner who owns a jewelry store is what? You're going to open another location because i got to keep selling more jewelry. An entrepreneur is not just sales motivated. He's wealth creation motivated. So how many different ways can I create wealth for myself? And it's a very big thing. You know, so when I created No Hassle Newsletters, I thought, well, this is just a different business model. You know, the, the question I asked myself after reading Think and Grow Rich and learning about the power of the subconscious mind, I said, how can I use my skill and talent for writing and designing newsletters and instead of being paid one client at a time and then hoping, wishing and praying they come back next month, next quarter or any time in the next year, I can be paid by multiple people. That led to the whole Internet. I can sell templates and content over the Internet. And and that's what led to that, John. So. Um, multiple streams of revenue started coming when people started asking me for different things. Hey, can you help us with articles? Can you help us with content for, for Facebook and blog posts? And my brain started getting wired because I came out of, I guess you would call it corporate America. My first business was a typical small business. But after I started hanging around people like, like Joe and Dan and, and, you know, I started learning about the entrepreneurial mindset. And so when somebody would ask me almost for a referral, I would think, hmm. I could either make a referral or I could create a revenue stream. And that's how I launched every one of those businesses you named was because people were asking me, can you recommend a writer? Who who does your printing? Can I hook up with that? And I said, well, 
I could inter- I could introduce you to him, but I think I'll just make a partnership with him, and I'll create a website where you'll place your order. He'll do all the back end. I don't touch or see anything, and I get a little taste on the top there. And so one of the things I like to say is if you have a really, really solid business and you have a you know great revenue, you'll sleep at night. But I sleep like a baby knowing there's multiple streams. So if one goes down, another one will pick up the slack. And so that's multiple streams of revenue. Well, it, it is uh, so critical. I, you know, the... The thing that I find is uh, people are building great businesses. They do have multiple revenue and it's you know, that initial focus. You can't try to do everything at once, but letting the market tell you what they value and particularly people who are willing to write the large checks to you, that, you know, the, that's the opinions that you want. And then you go ahead and you make a business decision, which are the ones that are aligned that you can do, that you can create value. I mean, as entrepreneurs, the only way we get paid is creating value for others. And the more value we can do, and boy, the internet today, the ability to scale up and do that and do it in a way uh, to create these multiple uh, revenue streams is just huge. Can, can I just add one more sure. thing to that? So you said uh, the value, and I totally get that. Now, that absolutely is a mindset shift. I, I've been working for about five years with a mindset coach myself to help me over some of these hurdles because when I thought of, can I just work three days a week? Well, what if the business sales? Do I have to come back and now work four or five? <laughs> and all you have to do is provide enough value to enough people that's going to fit the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. And so you know, I'm, not, I'm charging considerably more for my services than I was three years ago, but I, I work that plan. But it is always tied to value. You know, people ask, well, what are you going to be doing in five years? I'm 59 right now. And I said, well, in five years, I'll probably be semi-retired. You could probably say I'm that now, but I think I work pretty hard. But I'll be semi-retired. And maybe instead of 50, 50 coaching clients like I have now, I might have five or 10. And maybe I'll just handle them all one day a week because I personally, I can't sit still for too long. I've never even held a fishing pole. (laughs) You know, I'm always doing, doing, doing. But it is all about value. And when you do provide more value than you're receiving in compensation, you will have more business than, than you know what to do with. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Jim. And this will be interesting for all of us is, you know, how it evolves. Because I had that liquidity event and I was 45 at the end of the earnout, and I was going to take a year off and, you know, decide whether I just wanted to play for the rest of my life. And I found out I wasn't good at that. You know, I, I don't want to go golfing five days a week. I don't want to go sailing five days a week. I don't want to go scuba diving five days a week or yeah, as a pilot in the Navy, I just fly, you know, I, I got to do something where I was creating value. And, and really, I love what, as an entrepreneur, but you can, you have the ability to customize it, which can really make a difference. And, and that's where one of the things that Jim and I are both saying is, you know, let's just be successful on purpose, whatever it is, you know, go ahead and, you know, for you, because, you know, it's your definition. But one of the things that we both have done, Jim, along our way is, thinking big, you know, as really small businesses. And, you know, why is that so important for your fellow entrepreneurs? You know, when I started my first business, this is after the unemployment and the cancer and, and everything. And I, I, I was very fortunate to get a mentor. <clears throat> and I, he goes, so Palmer, what, my first company was called Dynamic Communications. What are you going to do with this dynamic thing? I said, John, if I can just generate fifty to $100,000, I mean, from me, who was, I wasn't sure if I was going to be alive in five years. That I know everybody's going, what? That's no goal. But that's that was in my mindset because I come from a very beaten down place. And he, John, 
John, he looked across, because his name was John, that's why I correct, I thought I was calling you the wrong name. He goes, John looked across the table, and I thought he was going to hit me. He goes, what the hell's wrong with you? 50, 100 grand, that's nothing. He said, let me ask you something. Can you live on half a million or a million dollars a year? I said, yes, I can. He said, you need to think bigger. And he goes, here's the problem. You know, if you want to add, say, three new clients or five new clients this month, you know what to do. You're going to go to networking events. You might do some mailers. You're going to knock on doors. But if you want to add... 50 new clients instead of five, you have to ask your brain, what do I have to do to add 50 new clients? Because that's outside the box thinking. And anybody who's watching this financial plan or anything, if you, instead of adding 10, I, I call it the power of zero, add a zero. And instead of going for 10 new clients, you're going to go for 100. And I say, even if you fall woefully short, like by half and only get 50, you're so much farther ahead of the game. But the power is in your subconscious mind. And that's where everything you've seen or read or heard or have been schooled or mentored is in there and every day we live in our own little world John of what's possible with everyday thinking and so the the oh think big it's a nice expression but it's really true you gotta pu push away the walls and kick down the doors and that's how I went from two two clients to several hundred clients in nine countries with just one program because I started thinking about well wait a minute they have internet in in Australia and Canada and England <laughs> and uh, and Newfoundland I, I started looking for all these English speaking countries and, and next thing you know we're, we're doing very well so we, we sometimes think neighborhood when we should be thinking either nationally or internationally. Yeah, no, I, I think it's so important. You know, as entrepreneurs, we have to protect our mindset. And one of the best ways to do it is you're calling it the power of zero. It's adding that zero. And because if we think incrementally, you know, it's just adding one or two, that's not that hard for us. And we don't change. We're just constantly, you know, in our little game improving it. But when you add that zero, all of a sudden, we've got to take a step back and be strategic, and that's where big things happen. What about, you know, you know uh, none of us get out of life unscarred, and, yeah. uh, you know, shit happens and all that stuff. And, you know, when we were talking about the big five, you said number five, persistence. Why is that so important? Uh, it's patience and persistence, and you know, I'm going to tack on one thing to the previous answer before I answer this one. Not to sound like a politician, but <laughs> leapfrog. You know, we we learn. We go from grade one, two, three, four. Nobody says when you launch your business, you have to generate fifty grand before you generate a hundred thousand or multiple six figures. You can leapfrog. So that's another thing, as far as thinking big. But is here's the thing: every successful business is built, whether it's a product or service related business, it's built on powerful relationships, the relationships you have. And you cannot, I call it, you can't microwave trust. You can cook a Thanksgiving meal, not that it's gonna taste great, in a microwave oven in three and a half minutes, but you cannot microwave a business. And when, you know, what I find working with a lot of entrepreneurs, John, is that we'll create a brand, we'll start marketing, and 30 days from now, if they, if, if they don't have a multiple six-figure business, they're like, what's wrong, <laughs> you know? And, and how many different, we gotta change. I heard this expression said just about the time you want to change your marketing, your brand, your product, your pricing or offerings. That's just when your prospects are starting to finally understand who you are and what you offer. And every time you change, you're going back to zero. It's like going back to to the go on the Monopoly board. So you got to be persistent. You got to keep marketing, marketing, marketing across many different platforms. But you also have to be patient. You know, when people don't understand well, yeah, but I can do videos. Yes, you can. And that's going to bring people to at least find out who you are. It's like, how do you do via video, book, whatever. But 
if you if you think of the first date you had with your wife, I've been married 37 years. You know, I'm sure. How I've long have you been married? 37 years. Oh, congrats! Here we go. <laughs> now, I guarantee that when I when I went on a first date with my wife, if if even despite my heart going pitter patter, if I said, "Man, I want to be married. I want to have kids. We're gonna have a great life together," boom, she probably would have took off running because it's icky. It's the same thing. If I was to meet somebody, hi, I'm Jim. How about joining my VIP coaching program? People want to go right from hi, how are you to could you want to work with me? And you have to build trust and build the relationship, and that has to take time. Well, it does. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, particularly in today's Internet uh, marketplace, you know, everything is instantaneous. You know, that microwave and our attention span, ours as well as our prospective clients or customers is that, too. And and, you know, let's let's bring this all together. I want to go to a new segment, uh, the book of the day. And I'm going to pull up. Uh, Jim, you've written a great book. I had the opportunity to read it over the weekend. Uh, and I even went to this page and bought it because I wanted to see what you were up to. I saw it on some kind of one of the promotions along the way. And it's a great book. And, it, you know, if it's important to have the dream business and dream lifestyle. But I've got your uh, just say yes book dot com. Right. Uh, tell us what's there. So. Um, I, so, first of all, it's a good way to share. But absolutely full transparency the more people that read my book obviously they might want to connect with me and we'll see where that goes but just say yes book.com I have the book available on Amazon for $20 plus shipping but if you go to just say yes book.com uh, I will mail you a free paper I will my one of my 13 team members will mail you a free paperback um, we, we will collect 695 for shipping and handling and but that's even if you're internationally um, we just sent a book uh, somewhere for 28 bucks it's 695 shipping and handling and John I've written um, seven books now eight counting my audio book and um, this is gonna this is my most inspirational and motivational kind of a kick in the butt with a little bit of velvet on the shoe there um, this will give you this will bring you up to date if you're new to my world and then you can go back and you know perhaps you might want to read decide which is a very very mindset oriented book but um, anyway I, I would love for people to read the book but the other thing that I shared uh, in in the book, as you know, is this is not just a business book; it's a lifestyle book. When Stephanie and I thought about living on a boat, one of the things that kicks in, whether you're an entrepreneur or thinking about doing something big in your personal life, is you initially, John, you romanticize the idea: I'm going to start a business, or I'm going to live on a boat, or I'm going to buy a cabin, or whatever it is. And it's very romantic and it's exciting. And then the other side of your brain kicks in, and you start playing the what ifs. And I I come very clean about all the what ifs. What, what if I don't know how to drive a 50-foot boat in a very tight marina and everybody's watching me bump off of different boats? <laughs> what if I run aground or we get lost? We don't. We get heavy fog. There's a lot of scary things. And, and you the, will probably do all those things. I, too, have, <laughs> I, have, I have not hit another I have boat. spent the night one night. I damaged my own boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, as, as was taught to me by some, another entrepreneur who moved on a board, and he, I found him very inspirational. He goes, every day you're going to wake up and you're going to learn how to fix something you didn't know how to fix before. You're going to overcome a challenge or a problem. He says, you're probably going to become a badass boat driver and you're going to have the adventure of a lifetime, but that you will never have unless and until you say yes. So the whole just say yes is you don't say yes to everything. In fact, there's got to be a balance. But when you have a big opportunity or a chance, now I think over my left shoulder, yeah, you, I don't know if you can see it, there's an hourglass there. 
I was a gift to me after I had the cancer and I suddenly at 41 when I don't know if I was thinking about my life but at that I would have imagined if I did I would think in 40 years 50 years more and for a while I didn't know if I'd be around in five years John and so to me when we have this opportunity to do this the smart thing would have been maybe take another year take some more boating courses get a captain to teach me different things but you know what I don't know what we're gonna be doing in a year so we're just saying yes we're gonna figure it out as we go our, we, we run the boat like a team. I can't run it by myself. Stephanie's have navigation courses. It's a heck of an adventure, John. And it's just, I think too many people, as you said earlier, are so married to their business and their goals and more, 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 more. Next thing you know, that sand's going to run out of that hourglass. Uh, this is great, Jim. And yeah, I'm going to hold up your book here. And uh, I found it a very inspirational, motivational book, and uh, my parents lived on a s sailboat for it seven my years. That's my boat, by the way. That's yeah. my boat. That's me driving. Yes, <laughs> and you know the the key for me, and I think this is a great book for any business owner or entrepreneur to just use as a reflection of, you know, am I really playing the game that I want? Am I building the life that I want? And and your journey of doing that, as well as the not only the inspiration, but the life lessons you share are so can I, valuable. Can I share one more thing for your listeners? And this is so it's non-business related, but Stephanie and I, we were in the same house in the same area of most of our lives and friends, neighbors, family members were wondering what we're doing. And anyway, we started a blog. It's not a business blog, but it's called ourfloatinghome.com. Our Floating Home, we named our boat Floating Home. Ourfloatinghome.com, and if somebody's thinking, what do we do? We go in, in the, the first few blogs, we actually explain our thought process, and then we go on and we do a video tour of the boat. Anyway, somebody might find it a little fun if they wanna check that out when they're when they're not working so much. So I, I will pull that up, I think, right now. Let's see if they're coming up for some reason there. Yep, there it is. So you, you have the boat and everything there, and then I wanna point out one other resource. If you're not floating around, uh, Jim, tell us about your uh, Dream Business Coaching, too, because I just put that up on screen as well. Yeah, Dream Biz Coaching, dreambizcoaching.com. You learn a little bit more about me, what I do, the strengths, the things I bring to the table. There's over 50 testimonials of people I've worked with, but there's three different coaching levels. It is by application only. You can't click a button and join. We do have, you have to apply. And then if I think there's something we can do together, then you and I will schedule a call and, and we'll meet. But, um, you know, I think everybody's, born with a God-given skill and talent and I finally figured out at a very late age that my gift is marketing and business building and actually being a teacher and a mentor and, and a pusher so anyway that's thanks for mentioning that that's no, a, a that, nice well idea. it's great and that's so valuable let me go to key takeaways here I mean this to me uh, it's really uh, Jim a great interview because what I just love the, the the whole concept. We're in business to create a great life. I mean, not only for ourselves and our light and self-interest, but for all stakeholders, our clients, our customers, our teammates, our partners, shareholders, if we have it, and um, you know, our family members. And so we've got to be successful on purpose and design that way to do it. Jim gave us five big ones. I'm going to just restate them. You know, delegate or stay small forever. And, and you know, we could, there's such a new way of delegating available to all of us and to, to really get out of that box that we have to have all the employees in a fixed location anymore. 
and and really think about the the thought leadership and you know creating you know how do you differentiate yourself it's not as jim was saying you know by doing it even better and that's important to deliver a great experience and so on but how can you rise above the crowd and you know i i use the term thought leader but to attract those the right clients and customers to you and multiple streams of revenue enough set you should have yeah. you, know, you want to have as many coming in that make sense think big don't get caught up in incremental planning do do it bigger and more focused on achieving that and then persistence because uh there are so many overnight entrepreneurs that we read about none of them are true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it, it's only through sticking through it long before a, a reasonable person would have given up. Jim, thank you again for spending the time. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, for all of you out there, you know, above me, asnation.com, we have the show notes, uh, the uh, interview, the transcript, as well as all the links to everything that Jim and I talked about. Go out and implement this. Your clients, your customers, they're counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.